Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, August 24th, 2020, and this is day 910 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up and giving us the breath of life, your breath to breathe, to go forth, and to be successful in what you called us to do this day. I ask, Lord, that you will bless us with more of your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, so that we are effective uh, and that, Lord, that we'll remain humble and uh, give you all the glory in all that we do. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is the real reason we're here. Wherever you are at this moment, this second, this time um, in the universe, uh, there is a purpose. There's a reason that God has you where you are. It's a matter of recognize, us recognizing that and understanding that and then being obedient to do exactly what God would have us to do where we are at that time. So we're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 8 verses 14 through 17. Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. And uh, so, it's not a lot of verses, but it's just, oh man, how, what a beautiful story this is. So it says, When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. So she began to serve. She, she at that moment, um, it was as though uh, nothing had ever uh, uh, had her uh, incapacitated. It, it was as though uh, everything continued on as usual. She didn't stop to say, oh, well, uh, my fever is gone, or oh my goodness, at least it doesn't say here. I mean, you know, let me go rest a little bit because I just got over this horrible thing. She immediately uh, went into action, and and as we can see, Jesus <laughs> immediately went into action. He's over his friend's house, over Peter's house, and uh, and there he sees her, and he touched her. And she began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him. And he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. And so Jesus did not say, I don't have time for you right now. Uh, I don't want to be around you because you don't fit uh, the type of people that I'm used to hanging around with. (laughs) 
Uh, no, I don't want to uh, touch you. Uh, you might be contagious. Uh, he knew his purpose and he fulfilled it beautifully. How about us? How about you? What has God called you to do where you are right now? Let me go over my points. And actually, I think I just have one long point. <laughs> so number one, many times we'll go somewhere for a particular reason. But when we get there, we notice other things that the Lord allows us to see. Then you realize that that was why God sent you there. It was to help someone else. As we can see how caring and giving our Lord is to us, um, he went to Peter's house, probably uh, for something other than healing Peter's mother-in-law or the sick or demon-possessed. Jesus teaches us that tending to the needs of others is far more important than our original intent for being there. So be ready to see and take action at all times. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and by his instructions. So lean not unto our own understandings, but in all our ways acknowledge the Lord and he will direct our path. So no matter where we are, no matter at what point in life, uh, understanding that we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading and obey him and him only. <laughs> there may be distractions, I would imagine, here with Jesus. There may have been all kinds of other people around saying all kinds of things. Like, oh, no, I can't believe he's going to do that. Oh, my goodness, look what he just did. or what, And not get caught up in what's being said in the background, but staying focused on the immediate need, whatever that is that God has shown you to do. All right? So I'm going to share something with you about such a beautiful group of people uh, and these are educators, teachers, administrators. Yeah, those that we entrust our children to. So over the last uh, months, uh, my colleagues and I, at the, or with the organization I work for, we are uh, CCR, the Center for Conflict Resolution, we had this wonderful opportunity of training teachers and staff and administrators uh, anyone that works in the schools uh, in restorative justice, using restorative practices. And we've been doing these trainings via Zoom. Uh, and the um, sessions have been above and beyond amazing to me to see the teachers. A, a lot of times the Zoom situation could be seen possibly as a negative, especially when we've been so used to doing these trainings in person and being able to be in the same room. Uh, but one of the things that I've noticed with Zoom uh, or doing it virtually is you can see everyone's face. They can see yours. There's no hiding. Uh, and we see the hearts. I do. Anyway, I can see the heart of the people. So let me go ahead and share with you. Uh, while conducting a training recently, um, 
one of the participants out of a hundred. And that's the most we've ever had. We usually have the most might have been 40 or close to 50. And uh, we prefer the smaller groups, at least we thought. And God blessed us to do a hundred last week. And and uh, everyone, <laughs> my colleagues were like, oh my gosh, we've never done that many before. And uh, this the, the the way our training is laid out, we really need to have that those times where we have some intimate conversations. And uh, the Lord gave to me to encourage and just say, we'll be okay. We can do this. And uh, And I understand how it might feel when you're used to doing things one way. And then things just change up on you quickly and drastically. And understanding that God is in control. I, I know God is in control. And so we had a hundred and the participant, one of them said, uh, she said at the end of our training, it was a three day training, uh, four hours each day. And uh, this group was super engaging, uh, so informative, so much feedback. It was amazing. And uh, we really love it when people are engaged and giving feedback and sharing And we had just watched a video of a reintegrative circle process where someone had been, a young man had been in jail or juvenile, and they were bringing him back into the school. And before putting him in a classroom, they did this special session of us, everyone sitting in a circle, uh, and all of like his teachers and the principal and administrator, anybody, the gym teacher, anyone that he associated with his parents and community members. So it was made up of all these people. And this young man didn't know what to expect, a teenager. And he, he just thought this is, you know, not going to work. And it ended up being, um, something so fulfilling and, uh, made this young man feel loved. He had no idea that all these teachers cared about him. So after the video, uh, there were some tears. And one of the teachers said, I have something to say. And she began to pour out of her heart about the love she has for her students and her concerns to keep them alive, safe, and well. Tears began to stream down her face. And on the other hand, our time was very short and we had a couple more pieces to cover before the training ended. The precious woman took up lots of that time. Uh, It was probably, we may have had 15 minutes left before the ending and we had a couple of things that we wanted to do and share. But at that moment, in that time, in those seconds, they meant so much that anything else that we had to cover could not even begin to uh, match what this dear teacher was sharing from her heart. My colleague said, Jackie, we were able to communicate through another channel and, and we would share with each other to make sure we're all on time and on task. And we would often do this. Hey, He's like, hey, Jackie, we need to move on. And I, I, I was uh, conducting that segment and uh, he says, we need to move on. Uh, you need to, to stop her, um, you know, in so many words. And, and he's caring and compassionate as well. But he was looking at the task at hand and 
how much time we were losing. And on the other hand, I looked at it as though this great moment in time that we have this opportunity to have this teacher pour out of her heart what she felt, how she felt about her students and, and to see them on Facebook and to see how they change. They've got guns and, and how they're hanging out with people that are going in a negative direction and how these were her babies. And she said, we've got to do something. This is, this is something that we should have been doing years ago you know, embracing and, and using restorative practices with our students. And, and, but we can start now. And, and it was almost like a sermon to me. It, it was just so harmonizing, beautiful. And there were, were tears, uh, many of her colleagues, and they were all chatting. Thank you. Great. Yes, let's do it. Okay. And it was such a time, a beautiful time that I felt like it was an honor to be a part of this. And when my colleague said that to me to stop her, I said no, and that we will be okay. I knew at that moment in time that the Lord was saying, leave it alone. Let her talk. Let her share. There's a reason for that. I knew the Lord was using her at that moment Many others were crying and filled with a deeper conviction to love our children and, and crying and and uh, right where they right where they are, uh, they were even more touched to share uh, mercy and grace, even when the students act out. So many positive comments. Now they had a better understanding of how to serve the students in the urban core, and the unique challenges they deal with. I knew that although I was there to train them in RJ, restorative justice, that that moment was not to be interrupted, you know, for the sake of the agenda. <laughs> because God was healing, restoring, rejuvenating these 100 plus teachers and administrators in a way that was beyond anything we could have ever imagined. That was the real reason I was there for that second and that moment in time to say, no, let her continue to share. And the ending went just fine. They even stayed longer um, they were so excited and began to plan <laughs> to come up with ways that they would better take care of their students, not just academically, but socially and emotionally and, uh, and, and even more. Um, how can we help them and meet them where they are and address the needs that they have? How can we as a collective uh, group here at this school do that? and do that effectively. It was one of the most dynamic sessions we had ever had. And every one of them have been like that. I mean, but they just get a bit better and a bit better. And it's been a whole uh, mind shift in the way that we uh, 
we're still training this using our materials, but allowing more and more time for engagement and with everyone being able to see each other in the way we are, nothing is missed and uh, it's authentic. I am so grateful for our teachers. Thank you for all that you do. And a lot of it is unnoticed. A lot of us don't see all that you do. But always remember that God does. And that's the key. So thank you for being there for our children. And for sacrificing your own time. Sacrificing your own finances. Sacrificing even your health. To be there with all of our children. Many blessings unto you. You are so favored. God will give you the strength to continue to work with our precious children. If you don't know Jesus, that that would be the key. Uh, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, Jackie Bikes Ministries. Dot org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. And check out any of the messages and share them with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. And please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And receive our four Greek words for love. And get that deeper understanding of God's unconditional love, agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has for you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.